certain this is the right way? Oh, yeah. I mean, maybe. Well, sure. Yeah, yeah, no, we're, we're close. Uh-huh. Yes, and you say you're his, um, butler? Well, yeah. I mean, the master knew you were coming. He sees all, you know. Is that so? Oh, yeah. Not much privacy on this aisle. And yet those witches elude him still. Oh, don't ask me. I... Quiet. We're here. Why are you hiding? You are lying to me. Never mind that now. We have to... Who lurks upon my chamber door? Ha! <laughs> Good luck, pal. Greetings, Lord Starge. I am Endu Androvich, High Archon of the Tyran Empire. High Archon? The Tyran Empire collapsed millennia ago. A hollow title, if true. Hmm. Well, nevertheless, I come seeking the shard you hold. With it, I could end your imprisonment and return the world to what it once was. Oh. Is that so? Foolish, Tyrion. This is not a prison. It is my home. My kingdom. Long is your life, but little is your comprehension. Well, be that as it may, the shard is mine by right. Give it to me, or I will take it by force if necessary. Such arrogance. Such burning desire, I have not encountered such naked ambition in so, so long. I am almost tempted to acquiesce, if only to watch the flame of your, what is it, pride, regret. Perhaps your courage shall utterly engulf you, but nay, the shard shall remain mine. Oh, don't look so glum. You will not leave empty-handed. You may keep your life. <laughs> it is a mercy I have granted few others. <laughs> oh, spare me your mercy, Edgar. Do not use that name. Ah, but is that not your name? King Edgar, only son of Roth? Husband to Roxiel, father to Eleanor. Enough! Choose your next words carefully, Tyrion. They will be your last. Your life is forfeit, but fear not. Your soul will remain here in my service, bound for all eternity. <sighs> My soul belongs to another. <laughs> what? How? <laughs> Foolish insect! This is my domain! Your pathetic powers wither in my presence. <laughs> There is 
No more you. For you are mine. <laughs> Show yourself, demon. Ah, uh, hey there, dark and broody. I mean your lordship, sir. Uh, before you uh, go and uh, crush me into a, a, a puddle of goo, I have... Uh... You have what? <laughs> have I got a deal for you. The group of you spend the rest of the day in various individual activities. Studying, playing with your raccoon, reading. In the early evening, one of the witches comes and fetches you and takes you to an outdoor feast which has been prepared in your honor. You are all given seats of importance at the table. The meal is fantastic. Some of the best food you've ever eaten. It is all vegetarian. I don't know how Mist feels about it, but it is excellent and fresh and truly farm-to-table or forest-to-table, as the case may be. You have pleasant chatter and talk with the witches. After dinner, the group of you are walking back to your cottage. Winley and Rotan, you are in front, talking about, I don't know, we'll say raccoons. No. (laughs) Suddenly, in front of you, a witch descends from the sky, followed by a spotted owl. She lands, and the owl lands next to her. She reaches into a satchel at her side and pulls out a large spider and sets it on the ground. She waves her hand, and suddenly the owl and spider are transformed into Gruber and Concord. (gasps) Gruber stands there, continuing to flap his wings, even though he is human once more. (laughs) Oh my god! Oh, sir! Oh, 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 is an owl, sir! (laughs) Oh, this is taking a turn! (laughs) Gruber, how are you? I think I'm okay. I I have feathers and everything, sir. Oh, yes? I think I ate a mouse. Really? Yeah, I think so. It tasted terrible. Groovy, is that really you? <gasps> oh, hello, hello, Winley. I've, I've missed you. I've missed you too. I feel like it's been forever. Oh, no, it's only been like a day. No, it has not. It's been more than a day, Gruber. Well, maybe two days. It was very dark in the cellar. Well, a minute without you feels like forever. Oh, that's very kind of you. Ah, uh, hello, Concord. <laughs> R- R- Rotan walks over to his donkey. Concord um, <laughs> nuzzles you with his snout 
you can't tell if he is genuinely happy to see you or if he is just looking for an apple. I do not think I have an apple. Oh, I don't... I'm, I'm so overcome. And Gruber sits down on the ground. Winley goes to sit next to him, sort of pats him on the back, nurturingly. It's all right, darling. I, I do want to let you know. Everyone knows. Oh. 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 He blushes like <laughs> crimson <laughs> blushes. He, t- he turns ham-colored. <laughs> he does turn ham-colored. Oh, I thought I was going to tell... I was going to tell Rotom, but I've been... Well, and then, I don't know, all these strange things came into town and we had to hide. And I had to eat a shoe. Oh, darling. It's been a very difficult night for you and a very difficult time for all of us. Well, I'm, I'm glad you're safe. I, f- I was... I was I was terribly worried. No, no, I was terribly worried about you as well. No, I was worried more about <laughs> no, you. No, no. And, and Rotan, and, well, Concord was with me, so I knew he was okay, but, but, but the rest of you, even Mr. Cat. Yes, well, and she motions to her raccoon. I made sure you were safe. Uh, this is my new friend. Well, it's going to be our friend, Gruber. Oh, Oh, you've got a raccoon. Yes, I do. Um, oh. He made sure you were safe. I, I I, couldn't continue on in the journey if I didn't know you were safe, darling. Oh, he's, he's, he's standing on his hind legs. I know. He's like a proper person. Of course he's a proper person. I think he needs a hat. Oh. Oh, Gruber, I, I have a hat. Uh, and she <laughs> uh, reaches into her bag, into her disguise kit, and takes out a... What's that animal? I mean, not the animal. That movie with the dog, and he's like a messenger dog. Is it a baseball cat with like no, a little No, it little has a red feather. Top. No, it has a red feather coming out of it. Wishbone? Uh, wishbone! Oh my god, yeah. It's wishbone. It's the hat that Wishbone has. <laughs> well done. <laughs> Thank you, Matt. And uh, she gives it to Gruber to place. Um, okay, um, just don't, 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 don't bite me. If you do, I'll be very cross. He won't, he won't. He loves you already, he told me. Oh? Well, not in that way, Gruber. In a, in no, a very I've, kind... No, I didn't think in that way. No, kind, I've, compassionate, uh... No, I, w- I would never. Oh, well, you better not. No. I don't even understand what you're talking about. All right, well, let's move on. <laughs> Put the hat on. <laughs> and he puts the hat on the raccoon. Oh, Groovy. How oh, darling is he? Wow, and the raccoon seems very taken with the hat. Oh. As I rolled a natural 20. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, marvelous. <laughs> what is even happening? <laughs> <laughs> I just, um, well, I didn't mean to interrupt. I don't even know where I am. Uh, well, you are obviously not in the village anymore. You're with us in, um, High Moon. It's, uh, a little ways away from where you were. Oh, okay. Huh. Uh, Gruber, are you hungry at all? Well, I mean, I think I ate that mouse, so not really. Maybe something warm to drink on your your stomach or something. And I'm sure Concord would be hungry. Perhaps we should go sit down. Okay. 
and he gets up and follows you wherever. Anka, you notice that Silway is turning something over in her hands. What have you got there? Ah, uh, it's, it's a that dagger that I found uh, a few days ago. Been trying to figure out how to turn it on. I don't know how. It's supposed to be magical. That's what that's what they said. But I can't figure out how to make it work. May I see it? Uh, sure. I'll give it back. I'm not stealing it. Anka's gonna turn it over in her hand a few times inspecting the hilt of it pretty closely. And then she just looks up and she kind of quirks an eyebrow over it. So uh, this is a very special dagger. That's what I heard. It was magical. Ancient. Old. A wizard's dagger. A wizard's dagger? Ooh. <laughs> Have you properly attuned to it? I don't know what that means. I've been holding it. Hmm. Then perhaps you have not. I might be able to help with this if you like. Well, when Miss looked at it earlier, he said something about I have to meditate on it for like 12 hours in the dark or something. Is that what a tuning means? Yes, it's where your soul bonds with this item. My soul? It sounds a lot more intense than it actually is. But if you want to use it correctly, you need to essentially bond with it. I can do that. I'm fine bonding with daggers. This feels like a natural thing to do. <laughs> Very well. Come with me. Oh, sure, sure. So way Anka leads you across the village to a roundhouse set back from the worn path that acts as the main street of High Moon. There's a porch around the exterior of the house, only one step off the ground. There's no door on the house. But as you peer in, you see total and complete darkness. This seems convenient. <laughs> yes, we have, we have need of it occasionally. Do you often bond with daggers? Not necessarily daggers. We use this... Well, you shall see. Okay, let's do it. Uh, and so he walks up to the dark room. Do you enter the dark room? Yes, Silway will enter the dark room. Silway enters the dark room. It is pitch black, magically dark. Strangely, you have a lot of experience being in such a situation. It is also completely silent, a sensation you also have experience with. She walks in there and then realizes that it's a dark, silent uh, room. And then I think what Anka sees from the outside is just Silway's hand suddenly reach out from inside the darkness and do a little gimme gimme motion, like where's that dagger? <laughs> Anka hands it across. And then the hand disappears back inside the darkness. And then what Sil Silway will just find a spot. Like she'll maybe feel around for a few minutes to see what's, what's in the room, but she will find a spot to sit down. The room seems to be completely empty. There aren't even any coverings on the floor. Uh, she's used to laying or sitting on hard wood floors. So. so you sit on the floor. You hold the dagger in your hand. And your mind begins to wander. Thinking about the activities of the last few days. And other random scattered thoughts. That you either chase down or let go. 
But soon enough, you find yourself inside a meditation, and you begin to dream. You find yourself in your bed in House Sicilia. Your bed. That sounds strange. You've always thought of this as your parents' bed. Light footfalls scamper across the room when you are hit with a small bundle of excitement. Mommy, mommy! A silver-haired boy of four or five embraces you. You feel overwhelming joy and love. You kiss the top of his head and hold him close. Finally awake? You look up to see a tall, impossibly handsome man standing in the door. Gauthierne? You say? Your voice sounds different. Older. He walks over to you, kissing you on the forehead before picking up the boy. Come along, Bregan. Mommy needs to get dressed. Today is a big day. Bregan smiles. Okay, bye, Mommy. The dream fades. You find yourself in the Great Hall. Nobles from the Tyran households mingle around you. You twirl and titter amongst them. Your gorgeous gown swirls around you. You feel dizzy from all the fawning flattery. A whisper passes through the crowd. He's here! He's here! The crowd parts. A man stands at the entrance of the hall. He is wearing a resplendent cloak. A small dragon-type creature sits upon his shoulder. One of the servants announced, Lord Hammerfist, hero of the realm. He strides forward directly towards you. He bows, takes your hand, and kisses it. Lady Ancilia! You stare into his eyes. They begin to glow. The glow consumes you and you find yourself falling into them. And then, through darkness, voices lash out from all around you. Rotan, Mist, Winley, Desmond, Suldal, Trevor. One word repeats over and over. Liar. You liar. Liar. You liar. 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 Have you ever been honest to anyone? Even yourself? You broke my heart. You open your eyes. Anka is sitting next to you, holding your hand. The darkness is gone. It is morning. Soe is speechless. For once. And she just looks at Anka, like, blinking a few times, trying to figure out how much time has passed. And what is happening at the moment? For the record, 12 hours has passed. It is the next morning. All of you, except Silway, have had a long rest. Anka? Yes? Is it normal to have um, dreams while attuning? The nighthouse shows you what you need. What I need? You may not understand it now, but perhaps later. So I need Trevor to sweep me off my feet and save me from a life of luxury? Perhaps is that... maybe. <laughs> don't we all need a Trevor? I, I don't think so. But... <laughs> <laughs> well, does that, does, that mean, does that mean it worked then? Yes, it did. You are now attuned to the dagger. Silway uh, holds it up and turns it over a few times and stares at it to see if it looks any different or feels any different or... Just try to figure out what's going on. 
The rest of you are in the main room of your cottage. Breakfast has been brought to you. Again, vegetarian. So it is breads, yogurt, and cheeses. And you notice when you get up the next day, Silway has not been there all night. Oh, you're all so distraught. Does anybody <laughs> know where Silway is? I was just about to say I haven't seen her. I didn't think uh, I didn't think she came in last night. Last I saw her, she's wandering off with Anka. Perhaps we could um, take a walk outside and um, do a little walk around to see if she's um, up and about. I don't think that would hurt anything. Yes, I think it'd be best to inquire. Rotan walks out the front door. Silway. <laughs> Silway! Gruber is still sleeping. He was. He was. No, he still is. <laughs> that Rotan, he's quite unconventional, yet effective. One of those things is true. <laughs> <laughs> well, everyone, he's had a very hard time, so I, I do think we should just let him relax for the rest of the day. Don't you agree? Rotan? He's fine. No, Gruber! Oh, Gruber, yes. Roton's already gone. Who are you talking to? <laughs> He's out the door already. Desmond picks up his tea and walks out awkwardly after Roton. Can I hear Roton yelling? Silway! Yes, you can, because Roton is not quiet, and both the darkness and the silence is gone. Silway groans as she's sitting next to Anka. Must be morning already, then. It is indeed. Not even silence can defeat Rotan! Silway sticks her head out the door and yells at Rotan, Rotan, I'm here! Shut up! Silway, are you alright? I don't know, but I'm here. Uh, you can stop yelling. We, we, didn't, we didn't see you come in last night. No, I spent the night in, in here, I, I think. Oh! I, I may have gone somewhere, but I'm not entirely sure. Wait, what? May have gone somewhere? What, what does that mean? Somewhere where? At the very, very vivid dream, I don't know if I actually left or if it was just a very, very strangely vibrant dream. Ah, did Timora speak to you? Who? What? Timora, the goddess. Timora doesn't exist, Rotan. He does. <laughs> she does. Just keep denying the evidence right in front of your eyes. We'll bring you around eventually. Unless Timora's name is Bregen or Galtiern or Trevor, then no. Trevor? Ah, dream about Trevor, huh? Weirdly, yes. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. I, it was not like that. Well, it was kind of like that. No, it wasn't like that at all. <laughs> Silway, could, could we get you something? Um, something to drink, something to eat? You, um, you look absolutely wonderful. You understand? Uh, wonderful and beautiful, but you, uh, you look a little um, sleepy. I definitely need some sleep and probably uh, breakfast as well. I did. I don't think I slept last night. Oh, okay. Well, don't you worry. Uh, and Winley turns to her raccoon and says, Would you mind getting Silway something to eat? Perhaps some some radishes and turnips and dried fruit and something like that? Could I, could I have some human food, please? Well, you wouldn't eat any dried fruit. The raccoon nods at you and then falls down to all fours and goes scampering off towards... Where the where you had the feast last night. Don't worry, Silway. He'll pick out the choice, choice nuts and, and fruits and all that such. He has a very keen eye. Doesn't this forest have any rabbits or wild pigs or something? They don't eat that here, Silway. Be respectful. Uh, it's, 
They really need to. Some of us need protein. Well, well, thank you anyways. I'll take what I can get. You should try the pesto. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> so I love Rotan. I... <laughs> <laughs> you should try the pesto. <laughs> it's amazing. What? It's delicious. <laughs> it's good on everything. So did anyone else have weird dreams or just me? I was just going to say, um, it would appear that... Um, Strange dreams have been a recurring um, theme uh, related to this island somehow. I would be very interested, once you've had um, ample rest and, and food, of course, uh, to hear about this dream. I did not have any dream. I don't know about anybody else, but... um, The one else had dreams? No, but I didn't. But Silver, we would all love to hear um, about what you went through. I, I can try to remember what it was. I was back in theater, but living in my mother's bedroom, I, I must have been the lady of the house, and I had a, a, a son and a husband who was my former betrothed, and somehow we ended up in a fancy dress party, and then Trevor showed up with his dragon, I and then... I don't remember exactly what happened after that. I, I might have gotten lost in his eyes or something. I don't even know what's going on right now. And But Anka said that this is what I... I saw what I needed to see. I don't know why I would need to see any of that. Did any of it feel, um, like, oddly familiar to you? Well, Trevor was familiar. Yes, who was Trevor? I hate to be the only one that doesn't understand, but I don't think I've met this Trevor. Oh, he was the this this boy that was following us around um, last season. Wonderful. <laughs> we, we we left him in in sanctuary. Um, well, I shouldn't say we left him. He left us. He he stayed in sanctuary um, after we we just we destroyed the Odal. I was teaching him to be a hero. Yes, he's going to be a big fancy hero, just like Rotan. Yes, he is. So proud. Almost seems as if this dream was. Showing you perhaps um, some kind of an alternate life. Perhaps something that might have been had you chosen a different path. Being a lady of the house would definitely be an alternate path that I did not choose. Or perhaps it's actually going on right now in a, in a parallel universe right next to us. And Winley, like... That's, that is a theory. Brushes the air next to her. Look, I could be going through someone's face right now and they wouldn't even know. What? Is this a, is this a magic thing? <laughs> what? <laughs> like silly vision? Like what are we? No, I'm just saying. I mean, you, you never know all all of the realms and universes and everything in the world, and something could be going on right next to you. Something, another life could be going on in the same place. Someone could be making pancakes right now, and I'm not going to be able to have them. It's very sad, actually. I do not understand what is going on. I think she's saying that somewhere out there is another Silway who got married and had kids and inherited the house and got rescued by Trevor, who she never met before. Well, yes. Really? That's exactly what I'm saying. Wonderful, Silway. Wonderful paying attention. Well, uh, which one is the real one? I, I, I think I'm the real one. Ah, okay. Good. That's just what the fake one would say. I wonder if the fake one thinks she's the real one. Well, no, I. you know what, I, I think it's just, uh, the other one is just a small facet of what you have thought about possibly wanting, 
and you got to see oh, no, it no, play no, no, out. No, 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 that's not what I wanted at all. No, 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 I understand, but you know, we're very complex people. Perhaps you thought about it one time, and then it manifested subconsciously, and then it's happening somewhere else. It, it might have something to do with this dagger. Maybe that's who I should be stabbing with the dagger, is these people in my dream. You want to go stab Trevor? Don't stab Trevor! Well, perhaps the dagger is giving you the dream. I don't know. Anka said I would need to see this. I don't know why I would need to see this, though. But I think I'm attuned to this dagger now, whatever that means. I think I can use it. Is there something we can stab? I want to try it out. And the raccoon comes <laughs> right away. Uh, you, took the words, <laughs> you took the words right out of my mouth. Sorry. As you say that, the raccoon comes stumbling up the path. He is dragging behind him a sack. Oh, he's so sweet. <laughs> and he holds the sack out for you. I'm so Is Winley whimpering next to him? <laughs> I, I think so. <laughs> Actually, that was really me. I was just very in the moment. Do you take the sack, Silway? Yes, Silway will take the sack and, and look through it. You take the sack and you open it. And inside, you see nothing but refuse. Like gourds that have been emptied out, potato peels. Silway dumps the garbage on the ground in front of her. It's like a statement of, what the hell is this? The raccoon looks at the pile of trash and then looks up at you expectantly. Is this food? Did you? I thought you were getting food. The raccoon just stares at you. Silway picks up one of the gourds and tries stabbing it with her new dagger. It's quite effective. <laughs> uh, it splits the gourd in two. She seems satisfied then. Rotan's gone back to the house to pray. <laughs> Winley casts talk with animals. I thought I told you. Whole foods. Foods that she could eat. Not scavenger, darling. Oh, well, I'm a bit offended. I thought she would love this. It is all proper sustenance. And he sits down on the ground. I I think I shall have some myself. And he starts eating one of the gourds. Well, yes, darling. I mean, you can have whatever you want. But you watched us all yesterday. You watched what we eat versus what you prefer, which is totally fine. Nothing wrong with that. You're gorgeous. I thought that perhaps you would um, know what to bring her. But you know, that was my that was my um, assumption, and I was wrong. So don't be too hard on yourself, all right? No, I shan't. This is excellent food, and she should enjoy it. Okay, well, um... Darling, you just sit with your um, your bag of food, okay? And uh, I'm going to go make sure Silway gets a proper breakfast, okay? I think Silway needs a proper nap first. I might, so I don't fall over during whatever it is we're supposed to be doing. What are we doing here exactly? What's our next move? Well, we talked about um, going to see these, um, these Aarakocra and perhaps uh, gaining them as an ally and... Then after that, it's anyone's guess. Do we need to be awake for this, or can I? I I'm gonna. I'm gonna fall asleep. Yes, I'm sure. I'm sure. You you take care of yourself. Do what you need to do. Yes, we should make sure everyone's rested up first. I think that would be a <laughs> a good idea. Okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go find my my bed, my actual bed, not my mother's bed, in um the house thing that we. Okay. Good night. Bye. 
And she stumbles off towards the house that we've been staying in. Silway? Rotan, what are you... I was... Why are you sitting in the middle of the room? I'm reaching out to Taimora. Seeing if she has guidance as to what we should do next. Uh, how's that going for you? Well, uh, I, it's, um, well, not well, uh, but, uh, but, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll keep trying. I think communication might be a tad iffy on this island. Well, yes, we'll blame the island for that. Yes, uh, you look tired. I had a very long night. I, yeah, I don't know, maybe, maybe my goddess is speaking to me in my dreams or something. Anything I can help with? When you talk to Taimora, is it does it feel like a dream? It looks like a dream, but it does not feel like a dream. Does that make sense? No, not at all. Mm. So it happens when you're sleeping and when you're dreaming, but it's not a dream. Yes. Things proceed as if they are a dream. But they feel like reality. Okay, maybe that is what I just had then, because that felt like reality, not like a dream. Ah, perhaps. Do you wake up well-rested afterwards? Yes. Oh, then maybe it's something different. Also, it might happen because of this dagger that I was meditating on. Hmm. Which might be a necromantic dagger. Um... Oh, uh, uh, what? I, I think it's a necromantic dagger. That is, uh, that is making you have strange dreams? I don't know if it's making me have strange dreams or... It, it might have been, a, I don't know, maybe been a one-time thing? This feels like, uh, like a warning sign to me. I've definitely read stories where this sort of thing was a, was a warning sign. A warning sign of what? Oh, I don't know. Uh, sometimes possession, uh, sometimes uh, going crazy, and, uh, and killing all of your friends. That sort of thing. Uh, well, let, me, let me check real quick. She looks at her dagger. Are you possessing me? And the dagger says, yes. No, it, it, it said no. <laughs> it said no. <laughs> no, no, man, we're cool. We're what? Cool. What? What? No. <laughs> way, don't, don't talk to the, don't talk to the dagger. <laughs> but it's a really nice dagger. Have you seen it? Look at it. And she holds it out to Rotan. Very pointy. Yes. Excellent. Ah. Uh, but if it is, uh, uh, hold on a second. I'm going to cast uh, <laughs> the spell the, the spell I can cast. Detect good and evil? Yeah. It tells me if, if uh, there's consecration or desecration around me. The dagger glows, and you're getting a sense of consecration. Huh. But you're not getting a sense of fey or fiend or undead, or any of the other things that you would normally, I guess, expect. Well, uh, Silway, uh, it's probably fine, uh, but I would just um, keep keep an eye on it, and uh, if you find yourself talking to the dagger, or if you find yourself hearing the dagger tell you to do things, uh, let me know, please. I will definitely do that. And she walks off to her bedroom, kind of holding the dagger and stroking the hilt a little bit. So proud. So beautiful. Our 
Barbarossa. <laughs> Just like that. Yeah, that's what Sylvia yeah, does. Perfect. <laughs> The day passes. Silway, eventually you get up just in time for dinner. And once again, a lavish feast is prepared for you. The theme of tonight's meal seems to be centered around the pumpkin and a variety of ways to prepare the pumpkin, many of which you've never really considered before. But it's all very, very good. The pumpkin pie in particular is excellent. As you finish eating... The Witch Queen stands and looks out at all of you and says, Have you decided what you will do? Um, Roton, take it away. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm, I'm hung up on thinking about all of the ways to prepare pumpkin that I haven't considered before. <laughs> Yay! Okay, Roton stands up. <laughs> Well, first, I would like to uh, thank you all for for your hospitality and for giving this uh, us this opportunity to rest and recuperate. Uh, I believe that our way forward seems to be clear. That we shall go to these uh, Aracocra, these uh, bird people, and uh, and we shall try and convince them of our cause. Let them know what we are attempting to do, and and uh, and bring them on board, so to speak. Yes, yes. He, he look, looks around at his companions, <laughs> who he is <laughs> not discussed this with. Well said. Well said. I mean, do you need me for this? Silway's head is on the table. She fell asleep again. <laughs> <laughs> Very well. You will leave it done, or what? Passes for dawn in this horrid place. Okay. Uh, and um, could we could we get a map, perhaps? You will not need a map. Uh, My daughter will be accompanying. Oh yay, Anka! Ah uh, yes, but but if we should uh, get separated or lose her, ah uh, a map might might be useful. We are witches. We fly. We we have no need of maps. Yes, uh, but I do not. So uh, a map would be useful. Then perhaps you can make one yourself. Right. Uh, Roton, I I think I think this is her trying to say she there is no map, and she doesn't. Ah. Oh, I see. Yes. Oh. Uh, well, uh, yes, uh, perhaps I will, uh, make a map, and then I will, uh, give you a copy. Yes, uh... <laughs> you must do what you feel is right. I don't see what flying has to do with not needing a map. <laughs> but I've never flown, so maybe it's different. Our feast has ended. Retire. Meditate upon your journey. The witches of High Moon will see you off come morning. Ah, uh, uh, very good, yes. And then she turns and leaves. Thank you for the, um, the pumpkin dishes. 
Yes. I don't re- recall ever having pumpkin before. Maybe I, I have. I don't remember. But this is a very interesting um, uh, ingredient. I find it quite agreeable. Desmond, uh, have you seen a pumpkin before? I don't remember, but um, perhaps I have in the past somewhere. But um, this is the first time I recall seeing one. You don't remember what? There weren't exactly pumpkins on the island, but, um, I don't remember my time before that. Perhaps I had seen one somewhere, but, um... You don't remember anything at all before before you, uh, you wound up on that island? No, it's, it's, everything is quite, um... As I was telling, um, Mist the night before, everything comes in, in flashes every now and then. Someone will mention something, and we're all see something like a like a pumpkin and perhaps I might see a flash from my past somewhere but um uh, I don't I don't recall much before my time on the island interesting where where is this island upon conversing with the uh, ship folk that rescued me um uh, somewhere in the northeast apparently off of this continent but um not quite sure probably one of the many unnamed islands in, in the area. Interesting. Yes. Well, we'll, uh, we'll try and get your memory back, Desmond. Don't you worry. It's very kind of you. I appreciate that. Um, I, I hope that by journeying with you that um, perhaps the pieces might come together eventually. Since everyone is sitting here and um, can, I can look everyone in the eye, I thought perhaps it would be um, a good time to... Uh, introduce you officially to um, my friend here. Oh, I've met Gruber already. <laughs> <laughs> I said, would you like to know my raccoon's name? Ah, uh, ah. Uh. It does no one care at all. Daisy, Silway, Mist, do you not well, care at all? If if he, if he is going to be traveling with us, if he is going to be a, um, a new addition to our uh, company. Uh, perhaps it would be easier to, to know uh, how to address him. I cannot tell a lie. Rotan just trails <laughs> off. <Yeah>. This <laughs> raccoon guys looks so dejected that no one gives a fuck about his name. He looks so sad. Well, I guess he could just tell you and if you don't care, you don't care. Darling, go ahead. My name is Cashew Von Turnipton. That's a lot to take in. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but for short, for short, you can just call him Shoe. Shoe. <laughs> or whatever, oh. Cashew is fine. Um, but he actually chose those names. <laughs> I asked him, Cashew and Turnip, what is so... Important. And he told me, oddly enough, that those are the only two foods that gave him a very euphoric feeling. You know, when you sit down and eat something you love more than anything. Well, that's what he loved, and so... He thought he had German descent, so we put the Von in there, and um, he seems very happy. I admit, I, I don't quite understand everything that's happening. But... What's a German? But... I have always known animals to be um, sometimes useful companions, some other times food for sustenance, but... 
<laughs> uh, Winley, I can see that this is very important to you, and and if this is important to you, and and he in sh- this shoe is important to you, then <laughs> then far be it from far be it from me to um, get in the way of your um, joy. Well, thank you so much, Dizzy, for your uh, logical uh, input. <laughs> You're welcome. And he sits down and keeps eating the pumpkin. <laughs> I, I confess, I am somewhat intrigued. <laughs> so, so it's cashew. Yes. Von. Yes. Turnip tin. It sure is. Where does the tin come from? He wanted to um bejewel himself a little bit, feel a little more important and uh, ornate, and so I thought tin, turnip tin, was a sort of a. A wonderful thing to say. <laughs> that was my input, actually, the tin. Well, I don't know that all you need to do to make something sound fancy is put a tin at the end of it. I mean, can you imagine if I was called Roton von Bastenton? Oh, that actually does sound... <laughs> wait, oh, I'm so, wait, your, your last name is von Bastard? No, it's Bastard. Bastard. Ba- Bastard. Bastard. Yes. It's a family name. Oh, I, yes, I could surmise that. Oh, have you met members of my family before? Uh, no, and I, I, I do think that I will continue on my journey. You actually, actually, have. <laughs> actually have. Oh God! Oh, <laughs> wonderful! I'm. Uh, and who was that? Devi. Oh, that's so unfortunate. She's a wonderful person. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. <laughs> Wait, you've you've met my sister, Devi. Oh, your sister? It's not even a cousin. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Where did you see her? What what are Uh it was something you weren't invited to. How long ago How long ago was this? Where was it, Winley? It was back when in in the in the town that we first met, wasn't it? With, with the business with the, the, the queen, the, the rat queen and all of that? No, we we first met Debbie um by the um town by the sea with all the with the wonderful lions everywhere. Oh yes, that's right. The lion people that of course I remember. Wonderful, that. wonderful people. I would love to. Yes, go they there. were very nice. Very nice. Well, everyone, I, I I think I need a moment with my boyfriend and my raccoon and um <laughs> yes. If you will um, excuse me for, I don't know, a bit. And uh, Winley sort of just gets up and holds her hand out to Cashew. Cashew takes her hand and they hop off the little, like the chair they were in. And they sort of just like penguin walk, like very sad kind of walk (laughs) over to Gruber. Hey everyone, thank you for listening to episode 11 of our third season here on Multiclass Theater. As always, we hope you are enjoying yourself. Uh, Certainly that's why we do this, because we enjoy ourselves. If you really are enjoying what you're listening to, we'd love to hear from you. You can uh, leave us reviews on uh, Apple Podcasts or any place else where you get your podcasts, and they also allow you to leave reviews. You can join the Mutual Admiration Society with folks like Taryn, uh, who left us a lovely review on Apple Podcasts not that long ago. Taryn is also a member of our Discord and really one of our bright spots there. We we love having you there. 
we'd love to have more of you join us if you are fans of our little our little program. You can also send messages to us on Twitter, uh, MCT Pod. Uh, Diana at least checks that. I don't do the social media. And uh, Rachel, what was your status on Twitter? This is this is my status. This is my status. <laughs> How do you spell that? P-I-K-A. <laughs> yes, for all of you who are curious, uh, just Google. Uh, it's not Pika, it's Pika. Pika. Pika? Pika, sorry, Pika. I even screwed it up. Pika, P-I-K-A. Look at the pictures, listen to them. Do yourself a favor. How did we ever get on the topic of Pikas? It looks like a Pokemon. It looks like Pikachu. Do you know what it looks It looks like a Neopet. Anybody even play with Neopets? I had a Tamagotchi. Does that count? Tamagotchi. Oh, <laughs> yes. I, I never got to have one of those. I had a Nintendo dog on my hmm. Game Boy, like DS, the Nintendo dogs. But it always felt like it guilted me because while they didn't die, like if you didn't log into the game for a while, they would come and take your dogs away. Oh. Whoa, that's that's yeah, sick. No, no, no. that's rude. Wait, Nintendo programming. <laughs> Whoa. The digital uh, animal welfare people? Oh my god. I would not be able I would not be able to emotionally handle that game. I would I would that's... I would like I either I'm on here all the time. Oh, um for anyone that likes needle pets, it kind of looks like the mix between a jub jub and um Okay, a jub jub is a lizard in my mind. I don't know about you all. No, a jub jub. No, a jub jub looks like um like a little puffball. No, think? it's a big iguana. I'm almost almost positive. The, the, well, a jub jub is is the iguana from The Simpsons. Yes, but apparently it is also a colorful. Um, you know the meme with Kirby without shoes on and he's got like human feet. That no. sounds. No, that I don't. Doesn't sound good, Mike. <laughs> that sounds horrifying. That sounds horrifying. <laughs> I don't, I don't know about that one. Well, guess what I'm looking up now. Jump, jump. No, Kirby with human feet. Mm. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I yeah, regret. Yeah. I regret this. Hey, guys, did you know? Did you know that the raccoons' masks are anti glare devices? They're already built smarter than anyone else. Like baseball players have. Ew. I guess <laughs> comparing a baseball player to a raccoon, like a raccoon will rain high every time. So. Well, uh, speaking of raccoons, I wanted to just quickly thank Andrew for uh, stepping in last week and providing <laughs> yes. the voice for our yet to be named raccoon. You've named- uh, actually, the raccoon does have a name, but is yet to be revealed. So we nope, will. Nope, we have. We have revealed the name as of uh, when this mid-roll will air in the episode. Oh, okay. So there you go. Hi, everybody. You know the name. Yes. <laughs> Cashew Von Turnipton, you've made my dreams come true. <laughs> I get a raccoon. <laughs> so, yes. Thanks again, as always, to Cassie, who was kind enough to join us for not just one episode or two episodes or three episodes, but she stuck around for a while Mm -hmm. or we kidnapped her and she finally escaped after a certain point. But she was, uh, she was a trooper. She was amazing. Thank you, Cassie. So I'm three episodes, three, three into season three of Korra. You found the, the avatar you like. Yeah. 
it's still it's still I mean, you know, it's the characters are amazing and uh JK Simmons is Tenzin just all day, every day. I love him. Oh, I love Tencent, yes. That voice is perfect. Who's watched American Horror Story? <laughs> Ten. Okay, Adam, any thoughts on American Horror Story or... Uh, Raccoons. Pikas or Pikas Pikas. or... Raccoons. Pika. God damn it. Raccoons. Julie, do the thing. <laughs> that works. <laughs> Wait, what? All right. What? Well, let's let's do the thing and get back to the show. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye. Oh. The next morning comes. You are all up extremely early. When you rise, the witches are assembled before the village, awaiting you. The witch queen steps forward. Anka stands next to her. Anka child, I place these travelers into your care. The fate of the witches is in your hands. Do not worry, madam. I will take good care of them. I still do not feel right leaving you, though. We will be fine. We all have our own path to walk. If all goes to plan, the skies will clear and we will dance in the moonlight once more as mother and daughter. And Anka kind of makes deliberate eye contact with any of the witch sisters that are around. And then she just looks back at her mother and nods quietly. And uh, Roxo reaches out and she puts her hand on your shoulder. And she bends down and she kisses you on the forehead. And she smiles. Anka, my child, you are the best of us. I know you will succeed. You go forth with my blessing. My love. Do I need to roll anything to keep from obviously tearing up, or can we just like power <laughs> through that? <laughs> I, I mean, it depends. It's all up to you if you want to uh, try a deception check to see if you can hide it, or if you're, you know, stealth, <laughs> stealth crying, <laughs> stealth tears. <laughs> I think Silway is going to do a deception check. Okay, Silway can. Slight of tears. <laughs> Slide of tears. Mm. Ten deception. No, Silway's tearing up. No, no, I'm not. I'm not even going to try to hide tears. It's not like a, a gushing of tears. It's just like one quiet little one that goes down one cheek, and she quickly wipes it away. Mist, Desmond, and Winley, you notice that Silway is tearing up and trying to hide her tears, and you all notice that Anka is teary-eyed, and. Honestly, so is Roxiel, but she is trying very hard to maintain her face. Winley just walks over and <laughs> I said extends. It's more like lifts up <laughs> because she's short. <laughs> just so you can just so you can hold something or know someone's there for you. I think Silway looks at it for a few seconds, looks at your hand and is like not sure what to do with it. But then she does sort of experimentally kind of reach out and, and grab very briefly for like two seconds. And then let's go quickly. And Winley just drops her hand and turns back to the group. Is she all happy and giggly after that? Yeah, she has a bit of a pip in her step. She definitely had like a <laughs> moment. Several of the witches step aside and some witches from the back step forward. 
Behind them, they're leading gorgeous ebony mares. No saddles, but they do have bridles, and they bring them forward. May these horses speed you on your journey. They know no fear and are as quick and fierce as the wind. Does anyone have a little stair-stepper that I could use? Does someone mind to pick me up? Yes, you will definitely have to ride with somebody else. <laughs> Damn, I wanted my own. <laughs> perhaps a, a saddle or two. I am sorry we do not ride with saddles. Fear not. These horses will not throw you. Not worried about being dropped, uh, if I'm being honest. <clears throat> worried about getting neutered, honestly, is uh, my big concern here. Perhaps you should bring a pillow. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that, Gruber. They brought a horse for you as well. Oh, um, uh, sure. Um, I think... I think it's maybe for the best, sir, if Concord and I stay here, sir. What? Yes, I think so, too. This is a dangerous adventure, Roton, and we don't want anything to happen. So, um, I think... I think, sir... I mean, do you need me, sir? Well, I I think we should be able to get along. Uh, all right, uh, without. But, but it feels like we've only just met again. Well, no, we we met a long time ago, sir. Oh well, no, yes, I know all of that. Just there were those one to two days where uh, where you weren't here, and it felt like two months to me. Well, yes, sir. I mean, not as long as when you were gone for a year, sir. Roton, you left him for a year? Well, hold on. (laughs) (laughs) This is neglect. It was not on purpose. There was some weird time stuff happening. But I did get a job as a cook. Yes. And I only burned down one house. Grimmer's very good at making ham. I don't think I should cook for the witches. Hmm. Yes, I... Well, they don't eat ham, I think. I don't... Don't eat ham? Um, yes. No, that doesn't make any sense. For once I agree with Gruber. Cashew might eat ham. And... Canonically, Concord might also eat ham. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But the witches do not. Is is Cashew Fawn Turnipton staying too? Yes. We had a discussion and um, I think it's the best. Just for his safety. Um, since, well, where we're going doesn't sound uh, ridiculously friendly. So, uh, the three of you uh, will just have to... Um, stick together. And unfortunately for you, uh, it's going to be on a vegetarian diet. Oh. Well, it, it, that'll be hard. I mean, not as hard as saying goodbye to you again. Oh, darling. I know. But it's only going to be for just a little while, I promise. Oh, I hope so. Well, um, uh, sir, will you, will you Will you take good care of Windy, sir? Oh, well, yes, that's what heroes do, Gruber. You should know that by now. Oh, thank you, sir. Oh, and and I'm sure Windy will take good care of you too, sir. Oh, I'll take care of him, don't worry. 
And I would not worry. It is for the best that the uh, that the raccoon stay with you. Yes, sir. I will treat him like he's my own son. Oh, gosh. How lovely. Oh, great. Gruber turns from you and bends down on one knee and leans forward and embraces you, Winley. My darling, I love you more than anything in the world. Just know that and always know it. Oh, I, I love you too. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. And then she kind of turns to Rotong. <laughs> he loves me. You're stuck with me forever. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm confused. Gruber stands and he is visibly crying. He stands there trying to muster the strength to say goodbye to all of you. It is both incredibly endearing and deeply frightening. <laughs> um, we are coming back, right? <laughs> That's my plan, at least. Anka leads you out of High Moon to the east of the lake and down through the forest. You travel by day. You camp by night. At night, Anka once again opens the portal to shelter you from prying eyes. The second day, you find yourselves on the outskirts of some ruins. It looks as if the ruin was once a town, which has been partially reclaimed by the forest. As you approach Anka and Silway, you notice... In the area surrounding the ruins, you do not hear the sounds of birds or the scamper of small animals in the brush. Is that common for this area? Would I know that? It is not common. Last time you were through here, it was still teeming with life. Uh, all right, Anka's going to stop her horse and like signal to everyone else to stop. Anka, what is this place? That is an excellent question. <laughs> do I, what, what is this place? It was once a city, much like Kent, was prosperous for a time before the coming of the Lord. But in the first war against the Lord, it was partially destroyed. And the people were either slaughtered or fled. Another of Sturge's <sighs> victims, I suppose we could say. But it is never this quiet. Ha! I laugh in the face of quiet. Quiet, in my experience, is rarely a, a, a good thing. Winley would like to cast Detect Magic to see if anything odd is going on. You cast Detect Magic, and apart from the magic items that you have with you, you do not detect anything in the immediate area. I'll use my uh, Divine Sense. Celestial fiends are undead, not behind total cover, 60 feet. Can I just roll a general, like, perception to just, like, kind of look and peer into the trees, just kind of, like, see if anything's, anything weird is going on? Sure. Feel free. I try to detect magic. I try to detect good and evil. I look. <laughs> do <laughs> I'm just going to look around. <laughs> just going to look around. Do, do, do my peepers see anything? <laughs> Go ahead and roll, Desmond. Twelve. Brilliant. I wish I'd thought of that. You do not see anything out of the ordinary that strikes you as unusual. 
but you've never been here before, so... I think Silway's perceiving as well. Could I make a survival check to get a sense of how recently critters have vacated the area? You can try. 15 for Silway's perception. It's 11 on survival. It's a mist. There's nothing that you can see that would give you any sort of clue as to how long it's been quiet. Silway, you see a dark shadow scurrying across the stones of the ruins ahead. There's something up ahead, and Silway dismounts and starts uh, stealthily moving towards it to see if she can track that shadow. Mist looks to Anka. Uh, are we are we doing this, or sh- should we move on, go around? We should proceed with caution, but I do not want to give anything the opportunity to follow us, if we can avoid that. At that, Mist will hop off uh, his horse and go ahead and sneak after Silway. And if I recall correctly, this dagger makes sneaking at night easier. It does. Desmond would just hop off the horse, continue to kind of just stare out into the trees. Well, ah, uh, then uh, let's just get it over with that. And he dismounts and starts walking forward. Um, Roton, I don't mean to be a bother, but w- could you take me off this mare? Oh, yes, ah. Uh, Please? Uh, certainly, ah. Uh, Silway so just abandoned Windley to the horse. <laughs> That sounds about right. She had she had something to work on. First, Mist and Silway give me stealth checks. Do I get advantage on the stealth checks? Yes, you do. It's late enough in the day that didn't matter. He rolled a two and a five, so Silway keeps up her streak of sneaking so well. Fifteen stealth. Wow, still fifteen, huh? Still, do I have plus ten stealth? Wow. Okay. All right, and Mist eleven. But since I have my cloak of elvenkind, anything that's look anything that starts looking for me has disadvantage. And Rotan, you are striding forward. Anka, what are you doing? Anka's gonna get off of her horse carefully and like grab everybody else's horse's reins. She's gonna lead them a little bit further away from the city, back into the trees a little bit, and then tie them up. Because, right, they're not cars. We can't just, like, leave them idling or something. <laughs> well, I guess we could, but I also want to make sure that we still have them. I put down the kickstand on my horse. So, uh, <laughs> I click the fob to... <laughs> beep, beep. Put it in the park. I'm taking, I'm taking the keys with me, so <laughs> yeah. it's fine. And then I think if you'll allow me to, I'd like to talk to one of the plants nearby. Sure. As one does, yeah. Yeah, I have uh, speak with plants, that's why. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I want to see if they know what's going on. (laughs) I don't believe so. It's just something like I go up to a fern or something and I'm like, hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. (laughs) How's it going? Uh, My wife left me. I'm so lonely. No, um... No, I'm... Sorry, uh, you could. There are surely other ferns, no? <laughs> there are. It's a. It's a vast forest. You'll find other seedlings. Don't you self-pollinate? <laughs> lots of ferns in the forest. I. I wasn't gonna say anything. But <laughs> I think this fern's problem is it does not understand how its reproductive cycle works. <laughs> That's why it can't find anyone. Uh, it was really just a joke. I wasn't going to uh, actually have the fern say that. Oh, no, that's in the podcast now. It's canon. It's canon. canon. I, I've been sitting here all this time waiting for somebody to talk to. Anka walks up to the fern. What has happened here? Who, who awaits us? Beware. 
You are hunted. Are they ahead in the city, or are they further behind? It is in the city. It scuttles in the dark. It hunts for you. Anka's gonna quietly, like, pet its frond, and then turn back. So... How's photosynthesis? <laughs> <laughs> Not great on this island. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're really rough here, actually. Anka has spoken to the plant. Mist and Silway are stealthily walking towards the city. Rotan is not stealthily walking towards the city. What are Winley and Desmond doing? Winley, you know, she hasn't fully caught up to them, but she's walking behind Mist and Silway. And she's eating uh, her feelings because she's still a little sad from Aww. having to leave Cashew and Gruber. Desmond is going to, um, not seeing anything in the trees and seeing them kind of sneak off, he's going to take out um, the shell. I think you guys have seen him do this before, but it's just kind of this massive, like, conch shell. And he's going to um, put it to his ear and see if he can uh, hear anything. I think Rotan was about to stride off, and then he sees this and is really intrigued. <laughs> so he stops to watch. <laughs> to do Desmond, give me a perception check with advantage. Mm-hmm. Better. 20. Desmond, do you hear a sound? Almost like a metal sword repeatedly stabbing stone. It sounds almost as if something is walking, making that noise over and over again. I'm Rotan. Rotan, I'm... Yes? I'm, I'm picking up some kind of a... Th- it sounds like um, like something is crawling across. A, 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 something metallic is is. I can't hear you. Let me come 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 over to where you are. <laughs> keep, keep, keep your voice down, please. Something is crawling across the um the rocks. Uh, something metallic. Really? Yes, like a like a like a clink 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 something like that. Something dangerous, you think? Perhaps. I don't, I don't know. Something lurking in the shadows, you say? Perhaps. Perhaps, yes. Perhaps. Ah, well, uh, perhaps we should uh, bring it forth. What do you think? Well, um, I don't know. I don't know if it would be best to confront it or, um, whatever it is, 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 had, is, is silenced the surrounding sounds. I, I can't hear anything else except this, but, um, I guess it's... It's up to us whether we want to confront it or make our way around. Um, but it appears Sylvie has already made our, her way uh, with, with mist towards it. I do not see them at all. Well, uh, I don't know where they've gotten to, but it seems to me that probably our best course of action will be to, uh, to uh, try and force this thing out into the open and then see if it means us uh, good or ill. All right. Um... Keep your eyes open. I'll be right behind you. And I kind of put the shell back and take the staff into both hands and kind of look around and just kind of keep my eyes kind of in the direction that I heard it, you know. So Rotan will will sort of stride into the the outskirts of the town. So you all are moving towards the the city. I think Rotan will go a little ways in and then turn uh, back to Desmond. Desmond, have you ever hunted for a monster before? Oh, um, well, well, sometimes on on the island, um, there were these boar, right, and and they were quite fearsome, and and they would live towards the center of the island, and and um, once or twice, I uh, they might have gotten the best of me, and and you know, if you're not careful, they they charge right at you, and they can run you through. 
but, um, after a while, I kind of learned their pattern. And to answer your question, not really. Ah, I see. Well, then, perhaps you will learn a little something from from this. Now, now you see, Desmond, there are really only two kinds of monsters. All right. Yes, there are the monsters that come looking for you, and there are the monsters that you have to go looking for. Understand? I think so. I think I'm with you so far. So what I'm going to do now is determine which of those two types of monsters, those two basic types of monsters, we're dealing with right here. Excellent. Excellent. Okay. Um, and how do you approach each one? Like, what, what, what is your first step? Ah, oh, well, if one were trying to figure out if you were dealing with the first kind of monster, which is the monster that is looking for you or coming to you, uh, one might employ a strategy such as this. And Rotan draws his hammer and then starts, like, banging it against his breastplate. <laughs> oh, and, and he just yells, Dinner time! Rotan, perhaps Come you mis- get it. You misunderstood I was not asking for a demonstration and perhaps oh, it is not I, wise. I exercise regularly and I am delicious. <laughs> you can practically hear Silway's eyes rolling from across the city. <laughs> Silway didn't get quite that far into Wherever she went. Uh, but you did get to the city. Anka, I would like you to make me a dexterity check. Oh lord. This going to be a 15? You step forward and as you're about to put your foot down, you notice that the ground in front of you has been covered with a sticky web, and you're able to dance away from it before you step into it. And then you look up, and you see, skittering towards you across the ground, a large, and probably six or seven feet in diameter, maybe three feet tall, metal spider. Ooh. With the same armored appearance that the Death Guard have. Rotan. Whoa. You feel a strong presence of undead rushing at you from your left-hand side. Ah. I would like everybody to roll for initiative. Mm. Desmond, this is a type one monster. (laughs) (laughs) 23 initiative. Uh, Winley is 11. Four. Rotan rolled a three. Anka got a 12. Mist also has 11. Silway is first. So, Spider rushing towards Rotan. Spider is actually not rushing towards Rotan. It is rushing towards Anka. Anka, okay. Well, then I'm even more motivated to go stop it. (laughs) 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 Protect our guest star! (laughs) Rotan can handle himself. Grow the party! Yeah, she'll just rush towards it. Like, how, how far away is this thing? Can I get to it in one turn? You cannot. You could get there next turn, but you cannot get there in one turn. Can I run 30 feet, misty step 30 more feet, and stab it? No, but you can get very close to it. All right, so Silway sprints towards Anka, gets as far as she can in, you know, six seconds, and then grabs a dagger and is about to throw it, but then looks and realizes it's the new dagger she just got and resheaves it and pulls out her old dagger <laughs> and then throws that one at the spider. This is the old plus one dagger? The old or? plus one dagger, the Cishan dagger, yes. Okay. I don't know why she keeps thinking she can stab metal things with daggers, but she probably can. Uh, 22 to hit. That will hit. Is this a sneak attack? No, it is not close enough to anybody yet. All 
right then. Then I do six damage to it. But, you know, it's the all that counts. I uh, made a good show. Uh, you started things off. That's the important thing. Anka, you are second. She's going to cast Flame Blade. Is this thing, like, close enough for me to hit it? Well, you could move toward it. Yes, I would like to do this. Okay, so that is a 23. That will hit. And it's going to be 3d6 fire damage. Oof. Duh. Okay, that's going to be 13. Does the fire seem to do much to this thing? I'm really hoping that we've got some melting going on, maybe. It seems to hurt it. I'll take that. But the armor is pretty tough. And this thing, as you've gotten up close to it, looks incredibly wicked. And its pincer legs look very sharp and very nasty. It is going to swing at you with its two front legs. It hits you with one of them for 11 points of damage. Ouch. Cursed thing. After it slashes at you, you see it rock back slightly. And then out of one of its eyes, it shoots a beam at you. I would like you to make a constitution saving throw. Oh, it's okay. It's an 18. It hits you, and you feel yourself growing still, but you're able to shake your head and fight it off. Does this thing have eight eyes? Like a like a real spider? It does. Oh, oh dear. Oh, dear. Yep. That brings us to mist. Also, I'm thinking beholder in a spider suit. Oh, God. Uh, that sounds horrifying. Don't have enough fire in the world. <laughs> then... You know, I mean... It's what you do. It's what I do. Let's see if I can piss this thing off even more. Uh, first blast. Ooh, 24. That will hit. Ooh, uh, seven force damage. Just right in the spinneret, just boom. And then 21. That will also hit. For nine force damage, so 16 force damage total. That brings us to Winley. Okay, I'm going to cast Heat Metal. Because uh, I would assume that this this spider, you know, it says choose a manufactured metal object. Technically, wherever I'm going to aim would be a manufactured metal object, right? Yes, yes. it would it would count. Amazing. Oh. So. Or are we now fighting a hot metal spider? <laughs> wow, this is you don't even have to make an attack roll. It's good use of this spell. Yeah, so it's ten damage. So you see that the spider begins to glow. Its black obsidian exterior beginning to glow red hot. The grass beneath its pincers begins to smolder. And that brings us to Desmond. Okay, so Desmond is going to see uh, Winley do this and heat the metal and see it start to heat up and, and grow red and stuff. And he's going to be like, ah, oh, yes, yes. Oh, I wonder if I can add a little... Fuel to, the, fuel to the fire, so to speak. And he's going to raise the staff to the sky and clouds start to form and he's going to point his finger like he usually does and a bolt of lightning is going to fly down um, and try and hit this thing. I need him to roll a dexterity saving throw for me. DC 16. The uh, spider is unable to dodge your lightning bolt. Excellent. Excellent. He will take 19 points of lightning damage. Ooh. Oh, Wow. It's got a sting. And last but not least, uh, that brings us to Rotan. I'm going to make it my favorite enemy. Rotan has a lot of favorite enemies. Val of Enmity. First attack, natural 20. Ooh. Oof. I'm going to smite. This is undead. That's 32 points of damage. Ooh. Wow. Jesus. Bang, bang, Rotan's wow. silver hammer. And then I make my second attack. <laughs> 
How does a 22 work? That would hit. And then 22. You run up to it, and you bash it twice, hard. And you dent the exterior plating. And that brings us back to Anka. Oh no, I'm sorry, Silway first. So Silway instinctively pulls out the second dagger, and then she pauses and thinks, no, no, I'm I'm training, I need to learn this, and she puts the dagger away, and she starts doing this sort of sweeping motion with her hands to cast Bless, and it's going to be cast at third level so I can target five people, so I'm going to target everyone except Silway with this thing. Everyone else is blessed right now. Thank you. Awesome. And she looks very proud of herself that this spell succeeded at a higher spell level. And now that brings us to Anka. I think Anka's going for the eye that was trying to beam at her, um, still with that flame blade. Oof, da, 19. That will hit. For nine points of damage? No, 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 sorry, I misread that. 15. I'm using dice that don't have numbers on them, they just have symbols, and I have to guess what that means. (laughs) (laughs) You lunge forward, and you actually stab the spider right in the eye you were aiming for. And it recoils, and it's almost as if it hisses in this metallic unearthly wine. <laughs> Good. And then it turns, and it attacks Rotan. Hello! <laughs> it hits you twice. The second time, it hits you hard. Which we all know what that means. Yikes. Oh boy. It hits you twice for 33 points of damage. Ooh. Ow. That's solid. And now I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. Ha-ha! Alright. Uh, how's a 19 work for you? It turns its head to you and it fires another beam at you. You are able to mostly get out of the way, but it still hits you in the chest, pushing you back five feet, and you take 18 points of damage. And that was a mostly missed. That was a mostly miss. Yeah, We're screwed. Uh, now it brings us to missed. Ames, you better quick save in case we got to reload this. Um, <laughs> I'm going to put a hex on this thing because I'm going to, of course, give it the double guns. Uh, oh, I should say something clever like, you're a bad idea in Wild Wild West and you're a bad idea here. I don't know. I got it. Uh, I'm just, nice. I'm just going to shoot you. So. Nice. Does a 19 hit? Yes, a 19 will hit. Okay, then both of these land for a of 19 force damage and 6 necrotic damage. Wow. Is Bless a, a, a one-time thing, or is it, like, for the duration? For the duration, as long as I'm concentrating. <laughs> and Silway is totally, like, mentally taking credit for all these hits, because she's like, I, I'm making this happen. <laughs> one of those one of those she should, because it would have been uh, 6 plus 9 otherwise. She's very proud of herself. Okay, that brings us to Windley. I am just for now going to aim for the eye area with my crossbow. I rolled a 12. Your crossbow bolt goes sailing over the top of the spider. Okay, well then I'm as a bonus action I will just continue to heat the metal. Uh, It's 17 damage. Whoa, big hit. Kill it with fire. (laughs) Get it with fire. I still maintain that a hot metal spider is far more terrifying than a regular metal spider. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Only if it turns around and, you know, hits Roton again. <laughs> Desmond, it is your turn. Desmond is going to see that this thing is still standing, and he's um, going to swirl the staff a bit more um, 
enthusiastically, and he's going to call down another lightning bolt, maintaining concentration on the spell, and he's going to try and focus it more intently. He's going to use one of his uh, channel divinities to do max damage on whatever this is. So, dex save from you, uh, DC 16. This time it is able to dance out of the way of your lightning bolt, or partially. So it's still 15 points of damage, lightning. This thing is starting to look a little beat up. Between the lightning and the fire and the fire and the eldritch bolts and the hammer and Soway's little dagger. Yeah, it's looking pretty beat up. My cute little dagger. That brings us to Rotan. Well hit, you little horror, you. (laughs) How does a 25? That will hit. I'm going to smite again. Is this evil? Is this creature evil? It is evil. Okay. 30 damage. That is enough to kill it. Why don't you tell me what that looks like? I think he does this two-handed uppercut, and it severs the central body from the legs. Flies up in the air and lands a little ways away. The middle section of the spider flies up into the air. It arcs over the path that you've been following and lands in a pile of dead leaves, which burst into flames. Whoops! Oh. Good job, Roton. Really, you did wonderful. Oh, thank you. Ah, uh, well, you all helped. Couldn't have done it without. Oh. Yes, I now know how to deal with the first type of monster. Thank you, Roton. <laughs> Excellent, yes. Just a quick question. While you're all patting Rotan on the back, is anybody going to do with anything about the forest fire that is slowly building? Man, if only somebody had a big old jug of uh, shape water. Anka's going to cast Create Water. I also have that spell if we need. So. <laughs> well, I'm useless now. Bye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Within a few minutes, the three of you working together have managed to put out the flames. Uh, Winley? Yes, Rotan? Yes, I... You're the one who has been seeing the ghosts, yes? Yes. Did you uh did you see any any funny business uh after after we uh broke apart that spider? Yes, Rotan, I, I, I saw um the same blue sort of ball come out. Like our welcome gifts, the three welcome gifts we received when we came upon the Shrouded Isle. Interesting. Just one, you say? Yes, only one. I would have thought it would have been filled with a few, being that this creature was so huge. Yes, maybe like one for each uh, leg or something like that. Anka, give me a history or arcana check, whatever is higher. It's going to be a 16. Anka, you remember hearing stories of the Dark Hunter. These were spider-like constructs sent forth from the Lord to hunt someone in particular. Mm. This means that Starge knows where we are. Oh, bother. These things, they go after specific people. They are hunters. So they were hunting us. Is that the thing then that chased away everything that's in this, that was in this town? I would run if I saw this. Fair point. Fair point. The plants, they knew and they warned me that something was here. You know, I did find it a bit odd that it went for you, Anka. I mean, usually with your typical type 1 monster, it goes after whatever's making the most 
You know, attention-getting. As I recall, that was me at the time. To be fair, it did go after you after me. Well, that's true. But I did hit it very hard in between. Yes, you did. She was also off by herself, taking care of the horses. Maybe she was just the easiest prey to go after first? You do raise an excellent point, Mist. Perhaps that's the reason. Oh, well, I tried. (laughs) (laughs) One other thing is starting to bug me. How did it get here before we did? Or did we just happen to cross paths with it here? That is a concerning question, yes. Because if it was lying in wait here, then it knew that we were coming. Which means it knows where we are going. I'm surprised he sent only one. Well, perhaps he underestimates us. Ha! Classic villain. (laughs) Yes, it is. Or he overinflates his own ability. Or... Perhaps it was a test. That. Yeah. To see our abilities. Well, we passed. He could have sent them to several locations, and since this is the one that fails to report back, this is the place where he's going to start sending more of them. Probably did report it back, if I understand those ghostly spheres correctly. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that's bad. Mm. Which means we should probably not stay here. Yes, perhaps we should um, continue on our journey quickly. Yes, let's get to the bird people. Ah, but if we (laughs) wanted to leave Starge a message, this would be a great moment to do it. I think we did. We could carve it in the ground or something. Do we have time for that? I don't know. Depends on how long the message is. What kind of (laughs) message do you want to send to this Lord Starge? Ah, I don't know. Um, we're coming for you. Or, uh, perhaps, ha ha. Uh, (laughs) there are many good options. I just raised the possibility. I love the, um, idea of just laughing at him. Ha ha. Actually sounds quite perfect. Ah, well, good. Ah, uh, well, um, I'll, I'll start doing that. <laughs> Rotan's like... <laughs> I feel we don't want to antagonize this person any further than... I feel like this might anger him further. I think our entire purpose on this island is to antagonize him. Well... Yes, well, perhaps we don't put ha-ha, we just put ha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> pull it back a little bit, you're saying. Yes. Yes. I, I understand. It's it's not it's not quite as overt. It's it's somewhere in the middle. It's it's a nice little middle ground, yes. It implies that we're capable of restraint. Yes. Well that's not true. <laughs> it's it's enough to show our ability but not to appear overconfident. Yes, exactly. Yes. We are definitely overthinking this. <laughs> Look. There's, we have eight spider legs. Figure out what you could write with eight legs, and then let's get the hell out of here. Well, now, but here's the question. <laughs> this is very important. Do we put an exclamation point or not? This is key. Think carefully on this. Perhaps a period? Yes, yes, perhaps a period. And and I'll uh, I'll sign it as well. And Rotan, like, slams his... <laughs> He slams his hammer into the ground on the side that, like, has his name written on it. (laughs) There we go. Welcome to Season 3 of Multiclass The... 
Just, just the outro? Oh. Oh. Okay. Will the Aarakocra be as welcoming to the party as the witches were? Will we see the village of High Moon again, or will it be burned to the ground while we're away? And what does that little shitbird Tingles think he's getting up to? Find out next time on Multiclass Theater. Ruton, take it away. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm I'm hung up on thinking about all of the ways to prepare pumpkin that I haven't considered before. <laughs> You've lived in the Midwest in the fall. There's probably not that many ways that you have. Oh, oh, seen. you would be surprised. <laughs> Scrambled pumpkin and eggs. <laughs> Oddly, that you had uh, one of the one of the the uh, dishes was pumpkin ravioli. Pump- with, you know. Ooh, pumpkin Pump- ravioli from Trader wow. Joe's. That shit's Good. fire. They made ravioli. That's yes, like, yes. It's... The witches, the witches made ravioli. So wow, good. that's a commitment. Pumpkin pesto. Is there a is there like a, a <laughs> pumpkin, pumpkin quiche? Pie. Do we have a pumpkin quiche? That's a good way to ruin a quiche. See, I just picture there's one one old crotchety witch at this dinner who's like, I don't like pumpkin. Just like <laughs> eggs, eggs, sausage, and pumpkin. <laughs> Well, who's riding with who? Well, they gave you four horses, and Anka has her own. So it's just everyone has their own horse except for Winley. Um, Silway, Yoo-hoo, would you mind if I rode with you? I promise I won't be any trouble. Of course. I think we're the two lightest here. We're probably the easiest for a horse to carry. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, Roton, would you mind, um... Uh... My hip isn't isn't quite what it used to be. Would you mind giving me a hand up onto this um this this creature here? Oh, certainly, yes. Ah, thank you. Anka leaves the town first, while Rotan, Mist, and Desmond struggle to get their horses going. And then once they start getting them moving, they start moving sideways. <laughs> Darn it, Concord would have never had this problem. <laughs> Eventually, you find some sort of mutual agreement. Mist, did you grab that pillow, or are you just, um... Mage Hand! I'm just gonna keep renewing Mage Hand. <laughs> a little squishy cushion. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> wait! <laughs> so there's now a spectral hand that you're... <laughs> <laughs> it's probably the most interesting use of Mage Hand I've ever seen. <laughs> well, I can't levitate, so gotta do something. Okay, so how much of it is it? Is it like cupping your entire body off of the horse, or is it like it's specifically guarding your junk? <laughs> it's it's specifically it's specifically cupping what needs to be cupped. Oh my! Just... <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it weighs just less than ten pounds. Jesus. Good lord. Okay, well, this is taking a turn. Glad Rotan doesn't know magic. You gave us the saddle as horses. This is on you. And again, it's a visible ghostly hand we all can see. This is true. (laughs) Okay, okay. You know, you could have put a blanket down. Or like your cloak, or... I mean, that is an option. Just call me Meow Sean Lynch. 
<laughs> what? <sighs> no? Ah. Uh. <laughs> You're a liar and a thief, murderer. No, no, not a thief, precious. But she is a liar. Yes, my love. Wicked, tricksy, farts. Holy shit, even cut-rate Andy Circus is here to tell you how much you suck. <laughs>